What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Here at Just Baseball, we have teamed up with BetMGM for the 2023 MLB season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use code JUSTBASEBALL, and you will get up to a $1,000 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Step number one, download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code JUSTBASEBALL. Step number two, deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. Step number three, you will receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your bet loses. Just make sure you use bonus code JUSTBASEBALL when you sign up. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Washington, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. Call 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas and Nevada. Call 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. Call 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code JUSTBASEBALL and get your $1,000 first bet offer today. normally a happy Friday here on the Just Baseball Show, but it is a sad Friday. We are going to talk about Shohei Otani and Mike Trout's injury, but hopefully we get a little bit happier when we predict the stat leaders here on Friday, August 25th. Jack McMullen, Arm Layton, and I am Peter Apple, and we are brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use promo code Just Baseball when you sign up and deposit into your newly created account. Download the BetMGM Sports app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses. If the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once the wager is settled. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER and must be 21 or older. Jack, you said pre-record that you had something funny off the top because we're about to talk about something that ain't funny. So let's at least start with something fun. Do we want to be sad as shit first and then get happy? Or do we want to like start and like laugh into the episode and then talk about Otani? Arm, you decide. Just uh, let's, let's start happy. Let's start happy. Start happy. Okay. So there was a clip that I saw of Peter saying that he's really let himself go. Uh, this oh, big yeah. And uh, he used, he, he used a term that starts with T in regards to the pectorals, maybe leaving something to be desired for him this year. And Aram and I have talked about that. Like, damn, we've really let ourselves go during baseball season because 
you know, why go exercise when A, I don't find it that enjoyable and B, there's more baseball to consume in your life, whether it's looking at the league leaders or whether it's watching a condensed game, anything like that. Um, so I want to key you in. And this is like not paid at all. One of my best friends growing up was U.S. Army. He was active duty over in Kuwait for a couple of years. He comes back and he jumps fully into physical or like personal training. And he's trained a bunch of pro guys in the Tampa area. He works with a lot of Yankee farmhands with the complex being there. And he recently extended into like online personal training. You know how some people will like get in touch and they'll have like a program written for them. So are you two, telling me I should buy your boys personal? Yes. So this is like that scam email. And it's like for the small price of $1,000 buy-in. No, but like he wrote me a program. And I'm telling you, I hit like a breaking point where I was like, I look brutal and I'm two weeks in and I'll tell you now I, I feel as good as I have since I didn't know what beer was, to be totally honest. So might I recommend he'll write you a program and we'll get you back on track. Thank you for the sales pitch. And yeah. also by telling me that, yeah, you know, I thought you were going to come in and be like, no, you don't actually look that no, you look hot. You haven't, yeah, you, look you haven't, you know, given it all away, but no, you say, yeah. It's, like it's i've been there I this is like helping me too. you look horrible thank <laughs> you was, it was funny the, the clip i saw it was from peter's live stream which by the way if you're not watching those live streams every day one they're hilarious i hop in there give my picks that lose um people chirp me it's it's always a good time and then people it's just people coming in and out it's a lot of fun and you know even if you're not a big better it, it gives you kind of an idea of what's going on you know on the baseball slate for the day so definitely check that out on twitch but um the clip that was sent in was like, Peter's like, yeah, in baseball season, like it's, it's just harder for me to keep up with working out and stuff, which like for Peter is actually true. Cause he works out. But I, I saw that. I was like, yeah, man, like that's a hundred percent. The reason why I haven't been in the gym either, man, just baseball season's really tough. Um, that that's definitely why I haven't been, but, um, yeah, I don't know if I'll be a client for your buddy, Jack, but, uh, that's a dark you know, the podcast is from like the, the shoulders down. So I don't really care. Um, yeah, I'm just like, going to have him write myself. you a military press program and you'll be good. Like, listen, I've got this prince that's that just emailed me and said that if I give him one hundred thousand dollars right now, he can turn that into ten million dollars in a month. All I have to do is give him all of my credit card info and we should be good. Should I do it? Me should try it. Otani. Otani time. Now that we've talked about how squishy I am, let's talk about the freaking uh let's talk about Otani's injury, man. I mean, it's just depressing. So he exits last game after pitching four outs, and the original report from the Angels was arm fatigue. And then we found out that Shohei Otani has torn his UCL. Well, at least that was the first report out. He's going to get a second opinion. But Shohei Otani ain't squishy. Shohei Otani was actually hitting in the second game. It went one for five with a double. He's just incredible. This sucks for the game. Go ahead, Arm. No, I know. It's just like when you say it sucks for the game, it's just like, ugh. I get, I get like mad because the game's in like such a good spot and he's done such a good thing for the sport. He's transcended baseball. And baseball's biggest problem, and Jack has talked about this, and we've all talked about this, but Jack specifically has kind of gotten into the details. And I know, ironically, was just kind of talking to me about a piece that he wanted to write about Tommy John surgery for just baseball.com. And I'm like, it's just, this is the like biggest example. This is the poster, the microcosm, whatever you want to call it, of 
what baseball is dealing with right now. You have a transcendent athlete who is is you know breaks our brain. We like run. We, we just like keep saying the same ridiculous things about how incredible he is on the field and never get bored of it. And guess what? He's not susceptible, or he's not you know impervious to the old Tommy John for a second time potentially. Now we don't know what they're going to do yet, but his UCL can't hold up either. Nobody's fucking UCL can hold up. Like it's just the human body is not meant to be able to sustain, I guess, a hundred mile per hour throws the amount of times we do it. it. It just kills me because it's just so hard for a sport. And I know that thank goodness position players are so marketable and there's so many good ones. And you know, there's so many stars to love, but like, it just kills me that the the stars that we should be so excited about on the mound, it just feels like it's a, it's not an, if it's a, when they're going to go down exactly. and it's just like such a doomsday feeling. It's just like, feels like this inevitability of, of, of injury. And with the injury, it's, they missed the whole year. And then some of the next one, and it's just like, you almost forget they exist. Like Shane Boz was one of the most exciting young stars in the game. I've, how many times have we mentioned him on this podcast this year? Zero. Cause he doesn't, he doesn't play right now. Like it just, it blows. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I guess the, the way that I'm kind of, ingesting it over the last 12 to 18 hours is we've reached we've officially reached the point of no return in terms of how pitching looks from an anatomy standpoint like there's no such thing as longevity anymore for pitchers that throw 100 miles an hour if you're low to mid 90s longevity is more likely but it's still highly unlikely um it's brutal, man. Like we're, we're not going to get another Nolan Ryan because in order to be a good pitcher, you have to throw really hard. And in order to throw really hard consistently, you are taking on a level of exertion and a level of force on a ligament that is like, dude, a rubber band, I, a rubber band can't endure a hundred, a hundred times every fifth day. That's just not how this shit works. So like, it sucks that Otani could be, going through this you know like if he does get the surgery this offseason that's twice in five years but yeah man like i i brought it up with mcclanahan last week and and we'll talk about it again like peter you said you could build an all-star team out of two tj guys but think about like the top five pitchers in baseball right now and i'm not asking like oh are these guys for sure top five but mcclanahan Degrom, and otani all may be on that list. Garrett Cole is on that list too, I think. And then, you know, Fitz he's like Fox. our Nolan Ryan. Like he's, he's really is at this point, which is crazy. It's ridiculous. But like, I, and yes, you can argue with me all day long about like, Hey, you know, Tony's not a top five arm, whatever he might be. He very well could be. And I think he, he probably be. is. That's three of the top five pitchers in the game that are enduring their second UCL tear in their life in 2023. In the same year, three of the yeah. top five pitchers in baseball tore their UCL for the second time. That's mind fucking. And the problem is that it doesn't just start at the major leagues, right? Guys don't get called up and they're like, all right, now we're going to teach you how to throw 100 miles an hour. Now we're going to have you throw 89 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. How did you get drafted? How did Skeens go one? He did it by throwing 102. And think about it. If you're an eight, nine-year-old kid, what are you trying to do at this point? You're trying to throw the ball as hard as you can. I guarantee sliders are being thrown harder than ever. I remember, I think, when we were playing baseball, even at an early age, like I had a fastball and a changeup and a curveball. I didn't even throw sliders. 
Like, I don't even think sliders were around when I was 11 or 12, and I'm 25 years old. In in Little League, you weren't allowed – in my Little League, you weren't allowed to throw curveballs. You were only allowed to throw fastballs up until a certain age. And, you know, I don't know if that does anything. But here's the the exact example. Like, I had a conversation with a couple – before spring training, I had a conversation with a couple minor leaguers, and we were talking about – you know, just trying to get to the show and, and, you know, how desperate they are to get to the show. And um, there were a couple of the pitchers were talking about, you know, maybe adopting a splitter. And I, it, it opened up this conversation and I was like, do you think the splitter has any you know negative effects on the UCL? You know, and they're like, yeah, there's science that goes both ways. But, you know, I think honestly, the way I feel when I throw it, it feels like there's more pressure on my arm. And I was like, wow. Okay. And, and you're going to add that to your arsenal. He's like, absolutely. It's, it's a disgusting pitch. And I'm like, well, aren't you worried about injury? It's like, not really, dude. All I care about is getting to the show. If I Literally. flame out there, whatever. And, and, you know, it's not the case if you're a first round pick, maybe it's a little bit different. If you're Garrett Cole, you're, you know, you always know that you're, you're supposed to be an ace, but if you're, you know, a reliever or, you know, a, a fringe guy in the minor leagues and, and some of these guys have emerged and turned into and turned into dudes, but like, they don't give a shit. You're, you're emptying the fucking tank to get to the big leagues, whether that is throwing and Walker talked about it. He's like, this comes with the territory. I try to throw a hundred every single time. And like, that's what I do. And that's how I'm going to try to succeed. These guys don't care if the splitter is going to mess their elbow up because if it misses more bats, that's how they get to the show. That's how they feed their family and pay rent. And if it means that they get hurt three years in, unfortunately, that's the outcome. It sucks for the game. It sucks for marketability, but at least those guys have some money to live on. And that's what, that's where we've gotten. That's what you have to do to get there. Aram, I know you can confirm this point. Think about the number of minor leaguers in in any given, you know, five season stretch that test positive for performance enhancers, like in in a different way, in a more sinister way. But like, dude, like they're just trying to get to the bigs. And and if you do that via performance enhancing drugs, you do that. And like, are you disgraced? Sure. Are you? I don't blame them at all. Brewing generational wealth. Absolutely. I don't blame minor leaguers for making that decision. Albeit it's like the immoral one, but dude, sometimes you have to be immoral to, to accrue generation. You're not wealth. hurting somebody else. You're not hurting somebody else. Like if you're making a couple thousand dollars a month, which some of these guys were at, you know, at that time. And you know, it still are barely making more than that shit, man. Like you're sleeping on a couch every single night and you know, you're, you're eating shit. You're telling me that you're not considering, you know, maybe, taking some PEDs and getting yourself out of that situation. You're not hurting anybody else by that decision. Like you can, you know, you know, go in the morality side of things. And that's, that's kind of where we're at is like, we have pitch labs designed to optimize the way that you throw, not from a health standpoint. I mean, now I know that they're starting to look at that, but from the number one thing is how do I throw the hardest and how do I throw the nastiest pitches? And our science has become so advanced because people were talking about like, oh, well, guys used to throw 400 innings, 500 innings. We've perfected, not we, I haven't done shit, but like <laughs> these people have perfected the way of being able to maximize every ounce of your body to throw it. Like how much harder can a human throw a baseball? We, we're not seeing anyone come out throwing 108, 109. Why? Because we've literally seen people the push limit. their bodies to the singular limit. Here's the crazy part, though. A shit ton of people throw 100. So you have a bunch of dudes that throw 100. No one that throws 107. You know why? Because everybody is pushing their limits, like literally just right to the brink. And then you're doing that how many times a year? Like this isn't going to end until either one, and I'm not a doctor, but one, we find a way to, to 
mechanically prevent injuries, which I don't see that happening. Or two, <laughs> we figure out a better surgery than Tommy John. Maybe that ligament in the hip ain't, ain't it. Maybe we make a UCL. I don't know. Maybe we can 3D print one that's better. I have no idea. But clearly, like the old Tommy John surgery, it ain't holding up anymore either. We we need something better. I don't know. Are you guys watching Hard Knocks um, in no. practices and stuff? It's good. Where they it's wear good. That I've seen extra, it too. Yeah, where they yeah, wear yeah. that extra pad on the helmet. Like, I think we need like an extra pad or something <laughs> on, on, on the UCL. Yeah, <laughs> and just make them look all weird. But it's like, hey, at least they're not going to get hurt. And I don't know if you guys share this feeling. Because, Arm, you were talking about guys who throw 100 miles an hour. There are a lot of them. I feel like there are a lot of them in the bullpen, but there's not that many that sprout up in a starting rotation. So when now at this point, because of how many pitchers are getting Tommy John, instead of sitting here and just marveling at starting pitchers who can throw a hundred, all I'm sitting here thinking is when is the injury going to happen? Yeah. I have been so enthralled with Cole Reagan's on the Royals. Yeah. Throwing in the upper 90s, touching 100 miles an hour. And I'm like, this guy is the next big thing. And then after an inning in commercial, I'm just sitting there like, is the Tommy John this offseason or the next one? Which is so shitty. And you know it's fucked why up. should that? That's like if you're watching in the NFL or the NBA, like guys just running fast or jumping high, and you're like, he's going to tear his ACL. Yeah. Or he's going to yeah. tear a hamstring. Like no. that shouldn't be what we're thinking I, about it, it, when watching this incredible talent. No, that's an excellent point. It's like Zion Williamson all the time. Exactly. Like, like everyone that's like what is. we're dealing with. It's like, yes. that's what we're dealing with. And I know there's other things at hand there, but like you bring up a good point. I'm pretty sure Cole Reagan's is a double TJ guy already. I think he might So it's be. like, this is yeah. a dude that's em- again, emptying the tank. And he because- looks awesome. And he's so fun. And I yeah, think he's, like, he's making a shit good. ton of money right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He is. <laughs> he's so fucking good. He's awesome. And like, I, I've had the, it's so, it's so, I, well, I don't want to say funny. Like it's ironic. You say that Peter, cause I have the same thought and I wish I could shut it down. I'm not, I, I am a cynical guy by nature, but when it comes to baseball, like that's usually my positive area. Like I'm, I'm very happy. Like we just put out a video of me hyping up Nico Horner and someone told me I was weird. Like, like <laughs> that's, it's the one time in my life I smile more than anything else. I think like, he said he hates you. Too. He actually said he hated me. Yeah, yeah. He, he said he he's that he Apple guy's the only no that <laughs> unbelievable TikTok is such a terrible place. <laughs> but anyway, like I, I'm with you, dude. Follow like, us on TikTok, by the way. Follow us on yeah. TikTok. <laughs> Just be nice. Don't read any of the comments. Yeah. People, I, I did yesterday for the like first time. First time, I, they're so funny, man. Um, but yeah, I, I'm with you, man. Like it sh- that shouldn't be our thought. It shouldn't be like this is awesome. Once it can all come crashing down. Doesn't that just, suck, Jack? Doesn't that suck to have the feeling? Do you share that? I do. Um, my thing is like, I think in every other sport, there is like a, a formula to longevity. And with hitters, like there's a formula to longevity too. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you, you'll you'll age and some guys age better than others. But with pitchers, like I never thought pitchers in baseball and running backs in the NFL would be so close and running backs. I'm starting to feel this way. Like I'm, you know, I'm in Indy hearing all the Jonathan Taylor saga and he's pissed that running backs aren't getting paid. Saquon was pissed that running backs aren't getting paid. Guess what? There's generation after generation of running backs that have proved that the shelf life is very short. The shelf life of a starting pitcher sitting 98, unless you're Nolan Ryan, unless you're Garrett Colt, like I've named two guys, (laughs) like, the shelf life is shorter. And, and I hate that because 
from a like personal bias perspective, a kid that grew up like wanting to pitch. And when I was eight years old, I was like, I'm going to be a pitcher in the major leagues. Starting pitching is my favorite thing in any sport period. And the Me fact too. that it has become running back shelf life level is miserable for me, the baseball yeah. fan in the sports. Well, Aram, just one question for you. You have a kid and you're starting them out in baseball. Our daddy Aram. Yeah. What would you want them to pitch? Dude, I, you, I would I want swear. my kid to be a shortstop or a center fielder or a first baseman or a catcher, like anything else I, at I, this I point. I swear to God, dude, this is the craziest shit. I was literally right after the Otani thing. I hopped in the shower and I, I like, that's where I just mindlessly, like my mind just wanders. And oh, I was me. thinking about that. <laughs> I, th- there's two things. I won't like I, my kid won't play football. Like I'll let him play flag and stuff. I just, no, my kid, you know, when it comes to, I had a concussion and and I, I had another one and like the, the effects that it had on me, like I'm not letting my kid play football. Like it's just not happening. I and I was be, thinking about I that. Really, I really want him to be Tom Brady. That yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, but you, I was thinking about it from a baseball perspective, and I'm like, you know, it's not the same. You don't have like, you know, traumatic. You don't have TBI, like traumatic brain injuries. But I was like, if, if my kid loves baseball, no shot. I, I I want him to be a pitcher. Like, no way. Um, like I'm I'm with you. I would absolutely not. And and it's I love the running back comparison. Because, and I, of course, like if my kid loves pitching, like I'll let him pitch, but like, yeah. I'm like are you sure you don't want to hit? Like bombs are sick. Like, bombs are sick. Like, like look at, look yeah. at this Jordan Homer from back dope. in my day. And here's yeah. the thing, man, real quick. The thing is pitchers still get paid when we get to the point where that was don't, when like, we get that's to the point where pitchers don't get paid. Yeah. Then I think I, I start to change course, but look at my top 100 list this year. Yep. One of the biggest things I got was like, why are there no pitchers? Why are there no pitchers? No, we, we talked to, to, you know, a lot of people that are like valuing pitchers is really tough right now. I don't know if pitchers will ever not get paid. I think the best ones will get paid, but I think there's not going to be that like middle ground as much anymore. Um, and, and honestly, if I'm building a franchise, like I'm not valuing pitchers the same way I'm valuing hitters in terms of longevity and, and long-term contracts. And I think we're going to start to see that trickle over in, in, into pitching. And I'm curious to see what that looks like, but you know, that that's when I look at top prospect lists, I'm a hundred. If there's a bat and an arm that are equal in terms of their prospect value, I'm taking the bat every single time. And that's why when I put out the, the just missed on our top 100 list, it's almost all pitchers because there was a lot of bats that I thought were slightly below or, and, or equal that I'm, I'm taking over the, the arm and, and the rationale, as I've always said of the top 100 list is you wouldn't trade 99 for 98. And, and that's the way that I I would approach it. And, And pitchers to me, just aren't the piece. And now we're talking about what is Otani going to get now in, in, in a contract, right? Because I, l- let's assume it's partial just, just to be positive. And it means if it's a partial tear, he misses some time. And then like Tanaka, you know, as Peter brought it before the broadcast, like tries to, tries to throw through it and see, see how that goes. Or he rips the bandaid off and gets a second Tommy John. If he gets a second Tommy John, he can't hit. So there's a lot of decisions that need to be made here, but like, what, what does the, the, the contract look like now? Like you have, you have a budget of, let's say $600 million to spend for a major market team over the next, they say, we're giving you $600 million to spend over the next decade. Use it wisely. Are you using that on Shohei Otani now? I'm probably going five years, $75 million. And I'm going to pay the DJ LeMay contract. 
No, Andrew Benintendi contract, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put yeah. him in right, move Benny to left, and Dayton Moore and Chris Getz have the best corner outfielders in all of baseball. Um, I don't know. I have no idea what that looks like. I I was looking at the contracts that were signed coming into this year, and I, I view the I view the Yankees and the Mets in similar pools, like they were swimming in very similar financial pools, and it, it's tough because you know you want to point to. Tyone and Taiwan Walker getting four for 71 or four for 68. I don't think that's the right one. Let's look at the really big deals here. Um, and I'm not talking judge. I'm not talking Bogarts. Um, and, and Otani's going to make at least double this, even if he does have TJ, but Carlos Rodon signed six for 162. Brandon Nimmo signed eight for 162. Same total money, higher AAV for Rodon because he got two more years of Nimmo. Who's more valuable. Like, who would you rather have on your team, Nimmo or Rodon? Try and scrap this year. Uh, I mean, I, I'd, like, in terms of, like, moving forward. pay one of them. The problem have... is that Rodon's been hurt, but so is Nimmo, right? Nimmo's not the I know, so, so do on want, the field. Do you want a largely unavailable hitter or a largely unavailable pitcher? Uh, I, I mean, mean it's Nimmo... hard because Rodon has been so bad this year. So it's hard to put that out of my mind. Yeah. You would have to take Nimmo. You would just have to. And, you know, Arm, to your point about, you know, the top 100 list, I think that's why all of us collectively, when the draft came up, we were Dylan Cruz or Wyatt Langford over Paul Skeens. It has nothing to do with Paul Skeens. It has everything to do with those two being hitters and those two playing every day. Yeah. So I guess by that logic... If they are close, the answer has to be Nimmo. I would take Nimmo. Yeah. I would okay. take Nimmo. Now to the Otani thing, I'm still giving him 400 plus. You have to because it's, but I think it's important to look at Shohei Otani as a, one of the highest paid DHs and one of the highest paid pitchers. He should be the highest paid DH. The oh well, Jordan too, but yeah, I, I yeah, see what you're but saying. But Otani's been better. Be Fifty, exactly. So yes, sure, we'll say the highest paid DH. So I think a lot of people are confusing with, you know, players who are paid thirty five million dollars, whether that be shortstops or center fielders or anything like that. No, he would probably get in the twenty to twenty five million dollar range as the highest paid DH because he doesn't play the field. Then you look at the starting pitching market, comparing him to Verlander and Scherzer is not how you should do it because they are on the older end and they're going to make 40 plus million. So you, you'd probably give them 30 to 35 as a pitcher and 20 to 25. So we'll round it off and say $55 million a year. And you're probably looking at 10 years, but um, if you're a general manager, do you care about Tommy John, right? Because a lot of pitchers at this point are getting it multiple times. Like, does that factor in, right? Because you know a team like Steve Cohen, at least, most likely is going to offer an enormous package. And do you match it? And this is going to be one of the most interesting off-seasons in MLB history. Yeah, which is funny because the the um, the free agent class kind of stinks. Um, outside of Otani. It doesn't stink. It's, it's just so, like... Julio Rios, what do you do? Cody yeah. Bellinger, what do you do? Aaron, Aaron Nola, Nola, what do you do? It's like all these guys have been the stars in our game, oh. but 
there's trepidation there because they all have their issues. It's not like it stinks. It's just that's a maybe the most difficult to, to answer your to answer your word poll trepidation. Sorry. Yeah, that was it was the right word too. Yeah. To, to answer Thank your you. question, <laughs> um, honestly, if I'm signing Shohei Otani, from a, from a business standpoint, like you have to look at it through the lens of if I'm giving him five years, six years, whatever it is, I'm operating under the assumption that he is not pitching for at least one and a half years. Cause even if he doesn't get Tommy John, he is not going to be able to pitch all the time that UCL is probably, if it's partially torn and he's able to, you know, rehab through it and come back, it's not going to, I'm going to assume that it's not going to last six years. So the if thing I'm is getting, also, if he's pitching through a partially torn UCL, is he's he throwing a hundred, yeah. right? He's throwing 94. We saw that in that four innings or four out spurt. Right. Yeah. That's why his arm was fatigued because they noticed, hey, you're throwing 93, 94. So if he is pitching through a torn use or a partially torn UCL, he's not going to be the same type of pitcher. And then if he does end up getting Tommy John surgery, he will not be a pitcher at all. And you probably won't get him at the plate. Yeah. So I'm I'm operating under the assumption that I'm getting I'm getting him as a pitcher, maybe 60 percent of the deal. And I if might I'm not a, be getting if I'm a team, do, don't I prefer he get Tommy John surgery if I'm signing him? I think so. I think so. I think you bite the bullet. I think you um, have to. So, but you now you're also paying for a full year of him not playing. So, like again, o- operating under the assumption that he's getting Tommy John and or missing a large portion of time, like that, that's how you have to look at it. And then beyond that, it's like okay, if he gets Tommy John, he's not hitting either. And you know, you can talk about the UCL tear and like you know how how it may not affect hitting as much. And he did go one for five after that, but you know, it wasn't it wasn't smooth sailing like Bryce Harper it took a little bit of time then he went nuts which is just absolutely unbelievable he's, and I think he could probably go nuts tear right now yeah, yeah but it's right now it's the middle of August right uh, and like the, the playoffs Friday, last August year. 25th show and we're finally just talking about Bryce Harper but that recovery yeah he played through it was all right and then he had to kind of get that recovery and, and figure it out so like yeah it's it's a really tough situation I think some team's going to be like crazy and do it um, but you know it's funny we were talking about Jose Barrios and how durable he is I'm looking at guys since 2019 who have thrown more than 700 innings. And I'm just going to go in order here. That's an that's, average of how many innings per season? It's about 140, 150. Since the start of 19? Well, you, you have the 2020 wrench. True. So that's 60. So we'll hmm. put in, you make about 10 starts. That's about 160 no. innings in every full season. Okay. Guys are making on guys are pretty much on average 100, 130 starts, you know, if that helps at all. But yeah. 15 players have been able to amass more than 700 innings in that span. And the list is interesting. Can you run through it? You got yeah. Garrett Cole, who's just, he Clear. throws hard, but that's modern day Nolan Ryan. Sandy Alcantara, I think, is, you said we won't get a Nolan Ryan, Jack. I think we get a generational guy who just can throw a hundred and not have negative effects. Like I think we'll get one or two of, of guys like that every generation. And I think Sandy Cole and Cole. Sandy are kind of those guys for us. Yeah. So you have Sandy and Cole so far, knock on one. And DL Hall. And yeah. yeah. Luis Castillo sneakily in there. As everyone keeps waiting for him to get hurt, he just doesn't. So doesn't. you know what it is though? He's got such a long radius. I feel like there's no stress on that elbow. And obviously there's a ton of stress on that elbow, but I feel like it's going to be a shoulder thing with him because of how long radius he is. Yeah. And exactly. in some starts, Luis Castillo will just throw 43 fastballs in a row. 
47 yeah, actually 47. Yeah. 47 get it right zach zach wheeler interesting one he's turned Dog. in injuries up first and then somehow found a way to just be durable as all hell but those are the three guys whose fastballs average above 95 that's it did we That's just it. find the top four starters in Major League Baseball because we at least know that they're going to be on the mound all the time? But yes. like, yeah, yeah. But how crazy is that? You have four that average above 95. I'll fly through the rest of the names of guys that now. I'll take one got, off the list. Jordan Lyles, definitely. He, t- I think he has as many complete games this year as Sandy. I actually, he didn't c- crack it. He didn't crack no it. No way. Corbin, we got Patrick Corbin. He just, he, yeah, he's in there. He's in there. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you got Corbin. You got Lance Lynn. Yes. Dogs. Barrios. Giolito. <laughs> and he, for, he's trying out there. He's fighting. Trying. Nola. Jack, he's trying. Nola. Nola. Kyle Gibson. Shane Bieber's been hurt while doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Merrill Kelly. Oh, and Adam Wainwright. All of those guys, boys. All of those guys throw either one suck or two throw well below. 97 miles per hour. So just the point being, we have four pitchers who throw nine, oh, average over 95 miles per hour since 2019 that have been able to amass more than 700 innings. And it just kind of shows you, it's just like, and I know there needs to be more studies and science behind it and all that good stuff, but it's like, man, you have to know what you're signing up for. If a guy throws fuzz, like he's just not going to throw that many innings. If you expand it down to 600 innings, not much changes either. He, you only add Herman Marquez into the fold and who Corbin Burns. And Herman yeah, Marquez, who, Tommy John who's right Who's currently now. hurt. And yeah. Corbin Burns, who throws cutters, which is basically the same thing as a fastball, just like the grip takes care of it. And so he like, throws 160 innings a year. Yes, correct. He's also babied. Like, that's crazy, man. Like, if, if you – I don't know what the solution is, though. Is the solution making the season shorter? Is the solution – uh you can't just tell guys to not throw harder. It's just not going to happen. Like what is a, we're, we're highlighting an issue. And one of my biggest pet peeves is highlighting issues without a solution. It's not our job to find the solution though. It's kind of our job to just highlight the issue. That's the beautiful part about the, you know, having a podcast, I guess, but like, what is the solution? What do we do? Is it, is it surgically? Are we hoping that, you know, we find a new Tommy John surgery and they name it after Drew Rasmussen when they try to figure out, you know, you know, oh, he's getting the Rasmussen, which means they they three D print a a new elbow for you. Like, what is it going to be? Is it shortening the season? Is it six man rotations? I saw that pitched. Most of these teams can't even field a five man rotation. I do not want to see Jared Eikhoff like pitching every but that's fifth the day. Thing, Aram. What it's, do you it's, have against thing, Indianapolis Indians alum Jared Eikhoff? They they can field a six man rotation. So that was my idea that I was going to bring on. I think they should shorten the season down to 145-ish games. long anyways, by the way. It's but it means less anyways. salary for players. It means exactly. less salary for players. And then on top of it, you do go with a six-man rotation. Like it doesn't have to be where you expand rosters to 25, 26 players. Like it can be a 30-man roster and you're able to put more pitchers on the roster and you go by a six-man rotation. I don't. Yes, will the sixth starter in the rotation not do really well? Probably, but then we get to see some overs. Then we get to see some home runs. Like, who's pissed about that? Like, there's sometimes where I'm watching a game and it's two crap pitchers and it's in Great American Ballpark, and I'm like, I'm turning it on. I'm about to see an 8-7 game. This is going to be fun. So I don't think that's a problem. 
So you expand the rosters, six-man rotations, and you shorten the season. And you outlaw breaking balls, yeah. <laughs> make make it three balls, four There's strikes. There's a speed limit. Speed limit. Yeah. So put the mound back to 90 feet, not 60 feet, six inches. You can't throw over 90. And we're just going to get a bunch of 25, 24 games. It's going to be sick. I would and consider no underhand, underhand throwing. Yeah, softball type pitch. Um, and you have say, to call your pitches like in a bullpen. Yeah, the fastball changeup. You have to. T- you have to tell the hitter. Perfect. Yeah. So three options here. Every pitcher needs to have a knuckleball in their arsenal. Exactly. Um, you, you never get, see Tim Wakefield through nine million innings. Exactly. And R.A. Dickey didn't have a UCL. I think his disappeared. It just disappeared. He was like, I'm going to throw a knuckleball and it, it left his body. Um, I think so. Everybody's got to have a knuckleball in their arsenal. Uh, competitive balance violations is a speed limit. So you throw a ball over 98 miles an hour. You get three of those until the other team is gifted a base runner. Um, and also there's a limit on the angle in which your uh, your arm slot is at. So it Agreed. needs to be above a certain like vertical attack except Tyler Rogers. Yeah. I need to <laughs> see him keep doing what he's doing. So he's how about this? Frisbee three quarters UFO. to sidearm, three quarters to sidearm banned. You have to be true overhand <laughs> Trevor Rogers or submarine gets ushered in. I like that. You have to be true over the top or just like underhanding these fucking UFO so, sliders. Yes. You know what the interesting part to me though, is, is I do think like, if they can figure something out with the elbow, like, yes, we have shoulder issues, but the shoulder issues are not nearly as recurrent or as rampant as the elbow. So, like, I mean, James Andrews, I'm looking at you, dude. Or or Ella Trotch, Dr. El- Neil Ella Trotch. Neil, I'm looking at you, man. Come up with some shit. There's another one. I think Keith Keith Meisner, Keith Meister is one of them. The state of baseball stands. It's, just, it's in your hands. It's in your well, hands or in, in your elbow. You know how they're talking about robo-umps? Have you seen these new pitching machines yes. that can mimic – Coach these different pitch. pitchers. Why don't we just have? Yeah, why don't we do coach pitch for now on? No starting pitchers at all. No That's pitchers out long. Yeah, Walker great would idea. love that. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> coach pitch first five we'll, innings, and then you go to we'll ask. Arms. We'll we'll ask Walker on Monday. Do you think we should just get away for with the starting pitcher altogether and pitchers? Yeah, I mean AI is taking everybody's job, so you know it's it's, it's have have it just pitch be a pitching machine. But no, I, I, like to actually wrap this up, like the, where we go from here. I know that it's going to be a discussion about the pitch clock and people are going to talk. This would be an issue no matter what. It's been an issue. It's, 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 does the pitch clock help? I, I don't know, but I thought I'll defer to Walker and his thoughts on that, which he said, you know, look, if you get in shape and, you know, and you're, wow. you're in good shape, it's no different. You know, it's, it's, it's the same thing. There's guys that work quickly who are not more susceptible to injuries than the guys that work slowly. So I'm, I'm willing to kind of nip that one in the bud. And I think there should be an added, you know, emphasis on getting in shape, you know, maybe for guys uh, that maybe weren't in shape and that contributed to the injury. But I really think it's just that the body can't handle it. But again, is there just kind of nothing we do? Like you just don't do anything and just kind of hope that training takes care of it and guys find ways to prevent it. And we learn new things and we find new ways to, to manage because I feel like there's been more, more research, you know, more precautions and more things done than ever before, but it's all kind of futile. Like, do we just kind of say, hey, it's a short shelf life like running backs and just let it let it roll? God, that would suck so bad. I mean, but what's the alternative? I don't, you, you said we didn't have to come with solutions. That's yeah. true. You did say that. No. Well, you think the Shohei Otani injury being 61 and 67, being three in your last 
10 would be rock bottom for the Los Angeles Angels. But a very common injury, Mike Trout is going back to the IL after appearing in one game. And it might be his handmate bone again. Thankfully, it's not his back. That yeah, was the that big thing over the offseason, right, where a doctor came out and they thought, well, there's a possibility that Trout will never play again. And Trout, being the linebacker that he is, told that report to fuck off, and he was fine. And so the back at least has not been the big issue here. But it's been these wrist and these handmate bone injuries, which are serious because they dampen the power. Now, a take that I had over the offseason – Jordan Alvarez under 37 and a half home runs because he was dealing with a handmate bone injury going into the season. Now other injuries have resurfaced to alleviate that bet, but at the same time, power gets dampened when this happens and your grip strength is such a problem and he just couldn't come back from it. So the angels trade for Lucas Giolito, who has been terrible. Shohei Otani now goes down with a torn UCL. Mike Trout is back on the IL. Where is Anthony Rendon? Yeah, th- this is. I, is this not rock bottom? No, this is rock bottom. This is yeah. it. This is it. I say Edgar Carroll. Edgar Carroll homered last night too, uh, which is just, which is the craziest part. The thing is, uh, I'm able. I feel like I'm able to talk about rock bottom because. Are there Angels fans left? Imagine being a real fan of this team. I, I feel just so be bad. The, the worst. I like I'm bitching so about my worst, my first losing season in, in like the 21st century with the Yankees. This is a continuous cycle of shit. I, and especially like when they're even trying and like, you know, you now you have Otani playing. They went for it. Yeah, they went for it. But Edgar Carroll, by the way, in 70 games with the Angels, three home runs in 18 games with the, uh, with the White Sox, three home runs, um, and he's hitting 350. Um, but yeah, not to pile on, I'm really sorry. But the the thing with with this is, I think they rushed him back, Trout, and you know, a hammy bone. Just, just from what I've gathered and knowing some guys that have gone through it, like it, it's it's a time thing. Like it just takes time. They remove it from your hand. You got to get the strength back because you don't really use it at all. And then it just feels weird. You got to swing a bat. It kind of hurts. There's a bunch of scar tissue built up. Like it takes time. The angels were in fight or flight mode. They brought trout back too early. He took some hacks and he obviously didn't feel good. And at this point with Otani hurt, and I think they're looking at it and they said, look, we have less than a 1% chance of coming back, like of, of doing anything. Why risk Mike Trout's career at this point? Because, you know, you got Mike Trout locked up for a long time. So, you know, I think they tried to rush him back, and I think they realized it's not worth it. I think he'll be fine long-term. It's probably better for his back. His hand will be all good, but just just shut it down and and it just just it's it's a wrap. It's a wrap, you know, just just let's pack it in for the angels this year. This is a step worse than Murphy's law. Like this is, you know, when you have those week or two stretches in your like just personal life where you feel like everything is going wrong and then one more thing goes wrong and instead of feeling sad and angry about it you just start laughing because it's like this is hilarious how shitty it's gotten yeah we're at that point where it's the step past everything going wrong for the la angels just pack it in i never preach quitting but just quit (laughs) like it's insane doesn't it suck 
that it feels like at least once a week on this show, and sometimes twice a week, we spend the first 30 minutes talking about guys getting injured. Well, it's been about 50 minutes so far today. (laughs) So that's a good transition into us predicting the stat leaders in Major League Baseball. But before we get to that, Jack, tell us about our friends at Alt. Okay, I will. Uh, As soon as I find the ad, there it is. Baseball card market heating up as we near the end of the regular season. Only place to search for cards is alt.xyz, alt.xyz. Alt is the only platform that allows you to search all the major marketplaces and eBay at once. Just download the free Alt app. Type a player or a specific card into the search bar. Alt going to return every graded card available for sale. Even better, you save your search, get notified every time that card becomes available. You will never use another app for researching and buying baseball cards ever again. We are one-stop shopping for baseball coverage. Alt.xyz is one-stop shopping in the card market. And Alt is an actual great company, which you can find in our episode description, not Jack's boy trying to get me not to be squishy. It's a Dude, he wrote me a great program. By the way, uh, something just came down the line. Arm, I'm sure you saw the same thing. Yep. Yeah, Strasburg just retired. Um, which I mean, it, had to. I, I got to see Strasburg's last start, which depressed me. But that is that is kind of something to hold on to. Wait, um, why talk- are we so sad today? Because everyone's cool. going down. This sport yeah. sucks. This, this sport, sport does blows. suck. This sport sucks ass. Yeah, that- I mean, dude, he couldn't. He couldn't throw. Like he had nerve damage at this point. Like it was. I, this it was at the point with Steven Strasburg where it's like, do you want to be able to play like catch with your kid? It's Prince it, Fielder level. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like, and, and I wish him the best. I hope he has peace. And you know, he won the World Series. And we we kind of we kind of eulogized his career already last time. You know, when when he got yeah. shut down again. But again, talk about a guy like emptied the fucking tank in that World yeah. Series run. Yeah, and then it was just never the same. He got his bag too, though. So. Yeah. And he saved the the Nationals some money, I think. But I don't know how that works. I'm sure they'll settle on some lesser amount Is of his like contract. Yeah. No, they'll probably settle on something. And watch out for the Nats. We're talking about they're gonna spend money. They got some money now. Um, if if it fucking sucks. Um, but you know, it's kind of, we kind of knew it was coming, right? Like it's I, it's almost. <laughs> I don't want to compare it to like to to this, but like he's just he was in pain almost every time we saw him out on the mound. I'm like kind of glad he can move on with his life now because it was just really tough to watch him try to come back and get set back and then come back and then get set back and then throw 86 and then get set back and it's like it's that's it yep one of the great debuts in MLB history yeah where he came in and he looked like the best pitcher in baseball in game one 14 k's what a run from steven strasburg Hopefully you enjoy retirement. One of my favorite pitchers to watch, maybe ever. Oh, I I was such a big fan of his. That just sucks. But it sucks. damn it. Let's predict stat leaders. Shit. Yes. Let's get out of this funk. Yes. All right. And we're going to go with the classics. We're not just going to predict WRC plus. Pitcher wins. Let's, oh, let's, so let's, 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 Who's going to lead in runs this year? Let's do the best stat in sports history. Batting average. I'm in. <laughs> How many hits are you getting? All right. In the National League, we thought it might be a runaway. Luis Arias is hitting 355. Ronald Cooney Jr. is hitting 335. And Freddie Freeman's hitting 332. 
Also, shout out Cody Bellinger hitting 320. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Jack, I'll throw it over to you because I already know Arm's answer. Is anyone overtaking Luis Arias for the uh, for the batting title? If you're 20 points clear on August 24th, you're not losing the batting title. Punch me in the face if somebody else wins the batting title. I'm about to punch you in the face soon for that Stetson Bennett bet. You guys are idiots. Arm, we got to get you a tattoo. Just what? bets that have no upside for you. Punch I, me I in said the face it. if Stetson Bennett throws a touchdown. Get me a tattoo. In the regular Cal season. In the regular season. He might. You see I him said in preseason. He's like the backup to Stafford now. Dude, I will eat that punch so hard. Yeah, we'll see. I said, I said, punch me in the face if Tristan Casas wasn't a good big leaguer, and that you know started a little slow, but he looks great. Uh, to answer the question though, it, Luis Arias is playing his worst baseball of the year by like a fair margin right now, um, and he's still leading by a fair margin right now. So, the last twenty games, he's hitting two twenty five. Uh, I just I just don't see him being that bad the rest of the way. I think he'd have to literally fall off a cliff. And yeah, I just I just don't see how I don't see how he could lose it. Yeah, Arm, we were talking about like a bad Luis Arias month is hitting 280. Yeah. Yeah. Luis Arias is my biggest one. Shout well. out I mean, Ronald Acuna though, hitting 335. Like that's insane. And Freddie. Oh, and Belly. In the, in the American those- League. Yanni Diaz is hitting 329. Bobachetta is hitting 318 for the Blue Jays. And Shohei Otani is hitting 304. I think Yandi just continues to run away with this. You know, Bobachet's been phenomenal this season, but when I turn on a Rays game and I'm five minutes late, Yandi's on first with a single. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. He's so good, man. His play discipline is so fantastic and he can hit the ball to all fields. He's such a disciplined hitter. I think Yanni's going to run away with his batting title. Not That's run away, but win it. He's up by 11 points right now. I think he keeps at least a 10-point lead um, when the season's over. I, that's the thing. You said discipline. Like, Bichette's aggressive and, you know, works because he hits the ball all the time. But, like, I'd, I'll side with the guy that walks and hits then the guy that swings a ton and finds the yeah. holes and hits the ball hard. Like, yeah, I know we're picking the two front runners, but yeah, it's Yandi. Yeah, Jack. sleeper sleeper is Yoshida, um, but I think Yandi's got a little bit more on his shoulders uh, now with that decimated team in a wild card chase, and they still hold on to that first spot. So give me Yandi, but if if Yoshida gets hot, I feel like that's the guy that can you know quickly get back to him. That's true. When Yoshida does get hot, he hits everything. Yeah, the problem is like when he's not. He sucks. He's so streaky. It's crazy. Like when he's on, he looks like the greatest hitter on planet Earth. Pitcher wins. Win the damn ball game. Next stat. No. Zach Allen, Justin Steele both have 14 wins, and so so does Spencer Strider. And Charlie Morton has 13 wins. Todd Walker has 13 wins. Zach Eflin, 13 wins. Scherzer, 12. Kyle Gibson, and everyone has like... 13. What a shitty stat. It sucks. What are you talking about? Win the game. This sucks. It's just Anything. so funny when you're going through it right now. Just like this stat blows. <laughs> All right. Um, Eddie, I'm going, I'm going Strider. I'm going Strider. Best offense behind him. I think he gets hot down the stretch, starts shoving. Strider, Strider takes it, takes the the wins title. Jack Strider and Eflin. Those are the two. Um, I would say Gallon, but that offense is way more suspect. Um, yeah. Steel kind of same thing. That offense can, can go away at points. 
Braves offense never goes away. And Strider's going to give you five. He's not going to give you seven consistently, but he'll give you five consistently. The thing is, I'm going to go Justin Steele because when I look at all their pictures, Steele feels like a winner. Yeah, he feels the meanest, even though we know he's a good guy. And, then, and, and wins is a, a feel stat. So I'm yeah. going with feel and I'm going with Justin Steele. That's American good. League, I'm going to go with Dean Kramer. Perfect. That's 12 yeah. wins, but you know, I just I, I like the Orioles offense when he's on the bump. So Dean Kramer <laughs> takes the win title. It, just fully making the stat trash. Pointless. Yeah. I'm going with Kyle Gibson. Um in the home run race. Yay. Ohio Otani. Leads the American League with 44 home runs. Matt Olson first in the National League with 43. Mookie fucking bets, dude, has 34 jacks. But Pete Alonso is five ahead of him with 39. You got Schwarber at 34. A lot of National League guys. But in the American League, it's Otani, then it's Luis Robert down there with 33, and Adolis Garcia with 31. So basically, Otani has wrapped up the home run title in the American League. Do you guys think Pete Alonso catches Matt Olson? Arm, we'll start with you. Yeah, I do. I do. I I think he's playing loose baseball the rest of the way. They got nothing. To, they got nothing to play for. Um, he's that they're going to get into some contract negotiations in this off season. It's either trade or contract negotiations. But he ain't going to be a Met. Ah, we talked about said, that last episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I don't know. I, I think they pay him regardless. Like he's playing for for either an opportunity to get traded, an opportunity to make more money, or Hey, but also there's just a level of playing loose and he's just been going nuts lately. I think Alonzo catches Olsen. I really do. Also, Olsen walks more and I think kind of gets less at bats more. You know, I, I don't know if it gets as many opportunities to launch him. Um, give me, give me Alonzo. I think he takes the title. I think Alonzo is hilarious. I, I just go with Pete Alonzo. It's so he plays a funnier game than Olsen does. And I think the Mets like kind of drifting into obscurity with DJ Stewart going nuts. Like, Alonzo is just going to put together multi-homer games and it's going to be awesome. And yeah, they're, and they're down six zero. Like he's going to get a, 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 a pitch right down the middle and yeah. he homers, you know, it's six one. Okay. And like Olsen already had his hot stretch. Like we haven't yeah. talked about Alonzo yet. So like Alonzo is just going to sneaky get to 50 and it's going to be Otani and Alonzo and it's going to be hilarious. I still think it's going to be Matty O. That's fine. I, That's I a very it. acceptable answer. I know. I just still think he's, he's crazy. It's crazy. So you know what's crazy is Aaron Judge. Like, if you gave him like thirty more games, like, could probably have, have sniffed this damn thing. Three homers yesterday. He's just he's pretty he'd, good. He'd probably lead the league in home runs right now if he was healthy all year long. Yeah, oh, for sure. I think. Yeah. Um, moving forward, we have earned run average, otherwise known as ERA. Ever heard of it? No. Blake Snell leads the National League at a 273 with Justin Steele right on his tail at a 280. In the American League, Garrett Cole is tied with Kyle Bradish. Shout out Kyle Bradish. Orioles ace. Oh, the Orioles don't have pitchers? No. Casuals, yes they do. It's Kyle Bradish on the bump. He's been awesome and he might just win the ERA title. But let's start in the National League. I think it's going to be between Steele and, of course, Blake Snell. But then you have Gallon at 3-1-1. But these guys in, in the mid to high twos are just – they don't allow runs. So, Jack, Sne- Steele or Snell? I tell you, my serotonin levels are exponentially higher when I watch Justin Steele pitch as opposed to Blake Snell. I have not a good time watching Blake Snell pitch. That's why I go with Steele. 
Like I'm yeah. going to have a better time watching Steve. Yeah, you're not a Snell guy. No, it's, it feels like he's tight roping every fifth day. He also called my guy, Xavier Edwards, a slap dick prospect on a street. No, Snell did. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. When they made that trade, they was traded. One of the, yeah. He was gaming and he, he's like, he's he, when the trade went down, he saw it and he was pissed. Cause one of their guys, I forget who they traded. And, and he's like, oh, we get a slap dick prospect too. I'm like, so I've, Xavier Edwards is like the most like roll off the shoulder chill dude ever. But anyways, um, that clip's been like resurfaced a bunch of times. I'm sure Peter's seen it on like TikTok a couple of times, but uh, pretty funny. That said, uh, Steele's just been a model of consistency. I'm taking him because I'm, I know, I know it. You book it right now. Bookmark it. Snell's going to be solid the rest of the way. And he's going to have one fucking blow up, give yep. up eight earned. And it's going to inflate the ERA to like three something. And Steele is going to take it. Uh, American League side, assuming that Eovaldi technically doesn't qualify. Yeah, he doesn't. Dude, I love that our guy Tanner Bybee's in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does that assume that JP France doesn't qualify? I guess not, because I'm looking. I mean, I don't know how many innings. It's, you Garrett, can... it's Garrett fucking Cole. It's Garrett fucking Cole. I'm Dane going Dunning, Dane If I'm Garrett Cole, I'm so. If I'm Garrett Cole, I'm so upset. <laughs> like, he might have to bring that emotion over. And it might get to him. Bradish. Bradish is that dude. Every single game is six innings, one to two run. He's got I the ballpark wins too. It. Yep. He's got the ballpark too. I, I like the Bradish pick too, but I think Cole just like, just goes out there, doesn't give a shit and shoves every fifth day the rest of the way like he's been. Yep. They're going to lose a bunch of games. One nothing. I feel like when Cole <laughs> starts. Uh, Dunning is going to end the year on a 40 inning scoreless streak. And Dane Dunning will be your ERA king. Love. Just like we all predicted. Arm, I was going to talk about Steel versus Snell. That was the exact point I was going to bring up. <laughs> yeah. Snell is due for just a three-inning, eight-earned game. That'll give Steel because Steel's then for the rest of the year going to be five innings, two runs, or six innings, two runs, or seven innings, two runs every game. And then Snell is going to throw a nine-inning shutout and then give up eight-earned. And uh, Steel, will, Steel will win it. Um, RBIs is kind of interesting. I mean, Olsen has 13 more than second place Pete Alonso with Olsen at 108. Runs batted in in the American League, though, is interesting because you got Tucker at 95, you got Adolis at 93, and you got Otani at 91. Kyle Tucker at 95 RBIs. That's a stat. I haven't looked at the RBI leaderboards in a while. Kyle Tucker has 95 RBIs since when? Since uh, opening day. Yeah. Um, no, it's crazy that he's driven in that many runs, dude. We were talking about Tucker the other day. Cause I was like, he's become one of my favorite players in the game. And I think he's so underrated. And we were talking about him as like, you know, start your franchise with RBI, obviously like there's a level of you, what you can control level of what you can't control. You know, I don't think Otani's going to be able to do it because the lineup's just not nearly as good. And now trout's out of it. Um, and he, has a torn no UCL. and he does have that torn UCL thing. I think it's a Dolis or Tucker. And I'm going to side with the guy that just makes more contact. I think Kyle Tucker finishes with like 115, 120, maybe even RBI. It also doesn't help that Adolis Garcia strikes out at least twice a game now. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Every that. Rangers game I watch, he strikes out twice. Yeah, it's unbelievable, no, give actually. Me t- give me Tuck. Yeah, give me Tuck. Jack, same side? Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. I I. I could see Adolis Garcia like just, you know, ripping it. And he's going to have so many guys in scoring position for him. But so is Kyle Tucker, too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Give me Kyle Tucker, I think. 
Also, re- really funny thing, real quick. I was listening to a podcast with with John Shambi talking, and Boog Shambi was um, he, he shared a story about texting uh, Carter Hawkins, the GM of the Cubs, asking him who leads the Cubs in RBIs, and he guessed like three guys before he actually got to the right one. And he said, I asked our entire suite of front office execs, and the only one that knew the answer was Jed Hoyer, who's the president of baseball operations. Like, the entire Cubs front office had no idea who was leading the Chicago Cubs in RBIs. I kind of want to guess. Dansby. No. Fuck. I think it's Nico Horner. Oh, my God. How? I'll tell you In right half now. is my guess. Um, I'll tell you right now to hitting all players, RBIs, Cody Bellinger at 67. Okay. Well, that was the obvious one. That was the obvious answer. I thought because nobody needs to be fired. No, but this was a couple of weeks ago when Nico Horner was leading them in RBIs. Oh, Um, okay. So the answer was Horner. Okay. Yeah. The the answer was Horner at the time, but now it's Bellinger, Swanson, Horner. That is crazy. Horner would stump just about anybody, but yeah. You but wouldn't not expect people who work for the yeah. Cubs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, see how much like, they care about RBI, man. Yeah, saves. You know the classic. Get those last three outs. Alexis Diaz leads the National League with thirty-four, but he's got Camilo Duvall, the Giants, right on his tail, the Velociraptor, and then he's got a manual Class A in the American League at thirty-three saves with Felix Bautista and Jordan Romano, just to save away. Do the current save leaders lead their leagues? Alexis Diaz of the of the Reds and Emmanuel Classe of the Guardians. Jack, you're shaking your head. No, no to both. Um, Doval leads the National League in saves because uh, the Giants are going to win more games than the Cincinnati Reds for the remaining you know month and a half this season. Um, and Felix Bautista because the Orioles are going to win way more games than the Cleveland Guardians. Um, it was always Camilo Doval. It was. Ooh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be different. I'm gonna be edgy. Devin Williams. I think the Brewers mm. play good ball down the stretch. Devin Williams shuts the door. All their games are going to be close. I do think Doval is, is definitely the pick, but I, I like Devin. And then Bautista, no doubt. Class A is not no even, Class A might not get enough save opportunity all year. I don't even know. I have one for the American League. I think the Blue Jays will go on a little bit of a run here. Ooh, and yeah. Jordan Romano sustained a little bit of an injury and he looks really, really healthy right now. He's throwing gas. I think he's going to lock it down because he's still only two saves away from Class A. I like Bautista, but Orioles fans, are you seeing what I'm seeing? He's been a little shaky. He's been a little human lately. Been a little human, but I'm going to go with Romano there. Uh, our We have two more categories. We have strikeouts, then we have stolen bases. Strikeouts, National League, <laughs> Strider is 227, and Blake sells 184, so he wins. Strider. Yes. Um, National or American League. Gosman is your leader at 195 with Pablo Lopez at 187. Who would have thought? Who would have thought Pablo Lopez would strike out 200? Like, barring anything crazy. Look at that trade. Luis Arise is going to win the batting title, and Pablo Lopez might finish first in strikeouts in the American Unreal. League. Unreal. We Unreal. need more of those trades. Yeah, those I are know more. Trick. Stop being cowards. Big leaguer for big leaguer deals. Come on. Um, American League. Gosman's too damn good. Yeah, Gosman's too good with with a full like great start ahead of him. You know, eight Ks is a great start. So yeah, it's Gosman. Kind of surprised Jack, that it, Garrett Cole is not 
Yeah, right. Top two. Well, I think I think there's been a level. I was looking at Cole and the way he's been able to limit the long ball this year a little way more than last year. And I wonder if it's just because he's not trying to buzz the fastball at the top, giving up a little bit of swing and miss for, you know, less home runs. We'll it's worked it. out well for him. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good point. Jack, who? In the American League? Yeah. Gosman. Gosman. Yeah. Gosman strikes out 10 like every day. Yeah. Stolen bases is kind of already decided, so we can end the podcast. Ronald Acuna Jr. has 58 stolen bases, and next up is Corbin Carroll at 38. Astur Ruiz of the Oakland A's is at 49. Next up is Bobby Wood Jr. at 37. How sick is this? Bobby Wood Jr. and Julio Rodriguez are top five. I mean, the rookies, and then Corbin Carroll and Astur Ruiz and Ronald Acuna Jr., the entire top five of stolen bases, all of them are 25 or younger. Also, we misses are back. Yeah, I was going to say we haven't really talked about that since the first week of the season with the pitch clock and the, and the pickoff rule. Like the stolen base is fully back in baseball, and you guys should really enjoy that. It's so much it's the best. I it's love best. it. I love it. Willie Castro has thirty. <laughs> like, yeah, what? Um, I think you just made that up. <laughs> he's twenty nine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hassan Kim has 28. Like uh, Bobby Wood Jr. is going to potentially go 30-30 this year, 30-40 this year. Like that's unreal. It's just fans love numbers. We were losing one of the fun numbers. Now it's back. I love it. It's awesome. No one's sniffing Ronald Acuna Jr. He might steal 70, which is also fucking insane. And I'm not saying might. He's going to get it because you yeah. know Acuna. He wants 70. So he'll get caught stealing like six or seven times because the Braves have the division locked up anyway. He's going to be stealing almost every single time he gets on first, and he is hitting 335, so he's going to be on first base plenty. That'll do it for this episode of the Just Baseball Show. Hopefully, everybody has a good weekend. Not too late. Go get your Just Baseball merch. It's in the episode description. I'm rocking a polo. Arms rocking a polo. I'm rocking a hat. Jack hates the company. Don't be it. like Jack. Hate it so he is much. at the ballpark, so we'll give him a pass you can find that in the episode description also support our sponsors whether that be alt card collectors go click that all my gamblers out there go check that out bet mgm king of sportsbooks coaches baseball for all of those bonus bets but if you don't want to spend a dime we totally understand if you could rate and review this podcast five stars whether that be on spotify or an apple podcast and if you're watching on youtube hit the like button hit the comment button and hit that subscribe button jack that's jack that's Aram. I'm Peter. We'll be back on Monday with Walker Bueller. And with that, thank you, everybody. <laughs>